Welcome to this day in history class. It's July 28th. Peruvian independence was declared on this day in 1821. You might wonder why I didn't say Peru declared its independence, and that's because that's not how it happened. So many stories of nations becoming independent start with an uprising by that nation's people. Like there's a declaration of independence that's often paired with fighting back against a monarch or a colonizing nation. And that sometimes blossoms into a war that stretches on before independence truly is achieved, regardless of when it was actually declared. That is not what happened in Peru, though. So in 1808, Napoleon invaded Spain, and that sparked a series of struggles for independence in Spain's colonies. These went on for more than a decade, from 1810 until 1821. And usually the prevailing force in these movements was people of European descent who had been born in these Spanish colonies. So it wasn't so much the work of indigenous people or of enslaved Africans who were living in these colonies. But even as its neighbors fought for independence, Peru really didn't get involved. The Peruvian aristocracy was still pretty loyal to Spain, and Peru also had a lot of Spanish residents. The Spanish army also had a major presence in the Peruvian capital of Lima. There was an army right there, readily available to put down any kind of revolution, made it a little bit more of a challenge to actually start a revolution. So... Instead, Peruvian independence was largely instigated by its neighbors. It was mostly fought in Chile, not in Peru. In particular, General José San Martín was from Argentina, and he had already fought for independence in Buenos Aires and in Chile. He was basically trying to ensure Argentina's own independence. There had been a battle for independence in Argentina. There was this idea that If Spain continued to have a presence, then people were going to continue to be at risk of becoming a colony again. There were also some silver mines conveniently located in Peru that he wanted access to. So, first, Argentina fought for Chilean independence, which was obtained in 1818. And then he used Chile as a base of operations to stage an attack on the Spanish forces in Peru. Chile and Peru don't share much of a land border. This was planned as a naval operation. In September of 1820, San Martin's force took the Peruvian port of Pisco, and then he moved on to Lima after Spanish forces withdrew from that area. And it was he, not the people of Peru, who declared its independence. This was actually the last Spanish colony in South America to become independent. Even though he had this whole plan that involved surrounding the Spanish to drive them completely out of South America, he didn't have an army strong enough to defeat it. So he went to Simón Bolívar for help. Bolívar had been fighting for independence in Venezuela, Colombia, and Ecuador, and he had been a major force for independence in most of Spain's northern colonies in South America. It's not totally clear what happened when these two men met in 1822 to talk about the situation, but whatever it was that happened, San Martin left. Bolivar refused whatever offer it was that he had made. He withdrew his force, he resigned his protectorship of Peru, and Simón Bolivar took over the fight. After this, San Martin went into exile in Europe, where he died at the age of 1850 impoverished and long out of the military action. Eventually, Spain did remove the rest of its forces from South America. And today, July 28th, is the day that newly elected Peruvian presidents take office. 
Thanks to Christopher Hasiotis for his research work on today's episode and to Tari Harrison for her audio skills on all of these episodes. You can subscribe to This Day in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for some Civil War espionage. <laughs>